Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to another instalment of the Get Fat Podcast. I'm James. And I am Johnny. So we're still here. Uh, yeah. We had a mini break there. You had a week, but we had a mini break uh, yeah. between. Not like a city shows. break, like a mini break, like we've been to Paris or anything no, like that. No, no, no. It'd be no, nice no. if this did start churning out that sort of money. but uh... Or just any money. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if this could churn out, I don't know, even enough money to pay for the streamer that I fucking broke last week, <laughs> that'd be fine, wouldn't it? <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so we're here again, and last week was the 9-11 Conspiracies for Anthony. I've had an idea. Go on. Listeners, if you send us some Amazon vouchers, then I can pay for the streamer that I broke of James's and his father-in-law won't have to hunt me down and kill me. Not technically a father-in-law, so that's fine. No. Um, so but yeah, £40 worth of Amazon vouchers, please. <laughs> so we know there's four of us, so that's only a tenner each, yeah? Yeah? You can chip in. Um, no, so why anyway. don't we do a GoFundMe page? Because we don't, we can't justify that sort of thing. I think we can. Do you think we can? I think I'm going to set up this a GoFundMe page. By the, way, the fact that you said that. Why not? <laughs> I don't think we can. Can't what? We can't justify opening a GoFundMe page. Yeah, we can. I'm going to open up a GoFundMe page to replace the streamer. Right. Okay. And then I'll post it on Facebook, and everyone will chip in. <laughs> Anywho. Um, last week anyway, was. I mean, sorry, I'm just trying to have some fun before we got into the series. That's yeah, all. Yeah, we'll go into the series, then we can have we can have fun at the end if you want. We'll have some fun at the end. Yeah, we'll have fun I love it when we have fun at the end. <laughs> Cheeky. Um, yeah. So last week was the 9/11 conspiracies, um, and we talked about explosions. We actually heard first-hand accounts of potential explosions in the twin towers, uh, sort of before, during, prior, and after the yeah planes hit. I mean, I'll be entirely honest, when you mentioned conspiracy theories, I was expecting something a bit meatier than some things exploded. I thought that was Explosions! Explosions! What more do you want? Um, so now we're going to go on to debunk a lot of the things that were, that were sort of said at the time. Good. Um, what, where did I start last week? What, do, what did I first go on about? Should we talk about the ping pong theory? Yeah. So I this is where if you chuck a load of ping pong balls on the floor, you'll not know which way they're all going to bounce. Yes. Um, so Simon Day, who's a British physicist, so the ping pong theory, basically, if you didn't hear it last week, if you, we should go back and download it, actually, that'd be a lot of help. Yeah. Um, if you throw 10,000 ping pong balls, you will, it's impossible to predict how they will land, how they will fall, if they bounce into each other, if they just land straight, blah, 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 blah. And that the Twin Towers sort of fell down in a perfect uh, sort of controlled explosion way, if you like. Um, he also stated that it would take approximately 10 seconds for the Twin Towers to fall, and lo and behold, it took just under 10 seconds for them to fall, uh, that proving that it would be a controlled explosion. Um, 
just to play devil's advocate from last week, a physicist, that's all he is online, that's all his class does. Mm. Doesn't show his certificate, doesn't show, you know, where he studied, if he, you know, if he's a lecturer. You know, yeah. anyone, I could go online now, uh, if I had the money for it, and buy a degree in physics. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Doesn't mean I know anything about it. Doesn't mean I'm, you know, I've got the right to talk about it. No. So, this Simon Day bloke, I've only seen him on a few videos, like, you know. It's, yeah. Who is he? Exactly. We don't really know who he truly is. We, You know, these, theory, these theories and these people who come out with theories... You know, how are they to be trusted? Well, this is the How are they to be trusted well. more than the government, you know? And so if you say, oh, if you fling a load of ping-pong balls, no one knows which way they're going to bounce, right? right? But if you did the same thing with cannonballs, you know exactly what would happen. It all stopped dead when they hit the floor. Yeah. And the World Trade Center was a bit heavier than <laughs> ping-pong balls. So I, I don't, I don't, I can't see his point. Yeah. When I just can't, that's one that one, thing I, I did. That's wrong. one thing I did. And, I, you know, again... Biting my tongue doing last week's show, um, and it is a show, and it is educational. Um, the ping pong ball theory, it's like, well, why use that as an example? And the way he did it was, let's just use ping pong as a basic example. So people go, so in a way, it's for him to try and say, I'm going to explain it to you in a simple way. Yeah. And you think, oh, okay, yeah, let's use ping pong balls. Yeah, ping pong balls would do that, wouldn't they? But then, well, let's retract from that and make it more complicated than it actually is and say that, they're not ping pong balls, like you said. It is steel and metal, etc., etc. Yeah. Um, so I can't really go along with that. No. As so such, no one credible has come out in my eyes and said that it's a little bit unusual. I also mentioned a lot of people say this that it collapsed within uh, ten seconds. If you mm. actually watch videos back, it takes at least twenty odd seconds for them to fully collapse. Oh, which completely right. boo-boos that idea. And you can even see videos of, all right, albeit some of it's falling, but yeah. it sort of falls in a way that a lot of the, sort of one of the corners or one of the angles, whichever way you want to look at it, is still upright. And then eventually, obviously, it all falls down in yeah. the end. Um, so all this, well, it did it in 10 seconds, which is what a controlled explosion would do, isn't true no. at all. It isn't correct. Lies! Um, we mentioned uh, Building 7. And why did that? Why did that sort of blow up? Why did that all of a sudden, when it's not been cut, it's not been touched by a plane or anything? Mm. Why did that happen? Underground gas mains. Well, what it was, part of the plane fell onto that building, and the way the structure of that building was designed was different to a lot of buildings in that the main strength came from the centre centre rather than the outside. Oh, right. so. Albeit on a lot of the footage, there's just a perfectly good building as you look at it. On the back side of it um, was a massive hole. Right, The structure yeah. was completely gone. What's, what so it you... completely wiped itself out. It just left the wall that's facing the camera. Essentially. I mean, there was been more to it than just a wall, but yeah, there's yeah, a yeah. massive hole at the other side of it, which completely just... It dest- it destroys the whole strength and infrastructure, doesn't it? it yeah, completely. Ruins completely. It. Um, what what's an office normally full of? Would you say office workers? Uh, well, in terms of, I'm just thinking general things that you'd find lying around. Printers. Um, paper. Would paper. You say? Paper. Yeah. Paper, paper. Wooden desks. Yeah. Stuff like that. 
Um, so, yeah, it's going to catch fire pretty mm. quick. Yeah. Things are going to go up. Carpets, you name it. Mm. Upholstery, anything. It's going to go up, isn't it? Yep. Um, this Barry Jennings, who I mentioned last last time, again, head of New York City Emergency Management, he said he was in that building and it looked as though it had deliberately been sort of left. And there was coffee cups and there was um, half-eaten sandwiches and there was no one in sight. Well, if there's a fire drill, I mean, yeah. I'd take my sandwich. But yeah. would normal people take a sandwich and a coffee? No. So there is going to be of an empty building. Is, yeah. um, as I said, as I briefly mentioned last time as well, he retracted his statement that there was explosions. Um Another thing, just in the mention of that, obviously, because he, he died, and some people said that that was in suspicious circumstances. When the explosion happened, anyone sort of within that area, there was an absolute dust bowl of Christ knows what. Just yeah, just crap, out and out shit in the air. A lot of breathing issues for fire firemen, policemen, officers who work there on the day still happen to this day. People have died early because of it. People, victims who survived, mm. have since died due to respiratory issues relating the to... Sort of thing, that's why all these people so with the, stories to tell have died just because the lungs were fucked. Yeah, and people say, well, he died suspicious circumstances, he died at home, and or he or she did this or that. All right, it's tragic, but I'm sure there's a lot more to it than the government's killed them off, i.e. Yeah. natural... You know, illnesses. Yeah. You think as well, a big trauma like that can potentially cause um, health issues. Yeah, yeah. More so bring than breathing. It work. can bring on, like, you know, cancers or whatever it can. Yeah, yeah. Stress related issues, tra- you know, traumatic in- incidents can cause that. So, again, that relates to that. Um, Kenny Janneman, who mentioned he pulled someone out of a um, elevator. Lift, yeah. And there was There's an explosion. Lift for our English listeners. Yeah, there was an explosion. Um, and the firefighters who mentioned hearing explosions but not seeing a fire and just there was just there was a, a, a loud bang if you like yeah and dust everywhere and god knows what else when the plane hit the towers okay um although obviously the towers are so big that you couldn't go i think there was one express elevator that would go from the bottom floor to the top but others you'd have to go from well, I need to go from here to 25, then from 25 to 50, then from 50 to wherever. You couldn't just go in one yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. When the plane hit the building, albeit you couldn't go from one, from A to B in one elevator, the elevator shafts were complete. So when the plane struck, um, the cabling for the elevators were cut, jet fuel... Right. Pissed down the elevator shafts. There's no other way to say it other than pissing out everywhere. Yeah. So the elevators are in free fall. And they're obviously going to hit down. And have sparks off the edges of the quick door. Yeah. And blow up. So there's a theory that explains why. I'm not saying that these people didn't hear explosions. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they most definitely did. But they're not coming from planned explosions that were set up no, by the government. No, they've come from elevators hitting the deck. They've come from elevators hitting the deck. And obviously there's people in them that have gone at free fall, hit against mm. the floor. Like you say, sparks everywhere, jet fuel, there's fires. And that's why you're pulling people out of there thinking, oh my God, there's been an explosion. Yeah. And again, I mentioned obviously they're experienced firefighters. They must know what they're talking about when they're saying there's been explosions. 
no one's ever seen anything on that scale before. Yeah. In terms of a fire, in terms of a, a major incident. Exactly. So nobody has dealt with that. Know. You can't train them no. for that. You can't train for something you've never seen before, can you? No, and that's not to say they're just pulling cats out of trees every weekend. I'm sure they have dealt with huge fires. Yeah. Office fires, house fires, you know, even hotels in New York City and large buildings, but nothing to that scale. No. Um, so that's just, again, that just sort of mars that sort of theory that there was planned explosions lower down. I mentioned William Rodriguez. Now, this guy I didn't mention in the last episode, really horrible to watch. He was a janitor for 20 years in the World Trade Center. Oh, is he the one? Yeah. He um, said that he felt explosions below the plane, which again, probably did happen, but it's the elevators um, in free fall. He now, he makes himself sound like a hero in a lot of his footage. Mm. I was insisting I was going back into the building. My manager, who was a six foot six bodybuilder, said, you can't go back in. And I said to him, you can't tell me what to do. I went back inside. There's no doubting, obviously, he was brave enough to go and help people out that day. He now makes a living off selling DVDs and doing sort of yeah. speeches. Right. Which sort of, for me, personally, you've gone from a janitor to that. Yeah. What are you going to do? Are you going to bask in the glory of a tragic event, which people can do? People do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, or are you going to go back to being a janitor? Because guess what? There's no trade centres. Like you, like you mentioned. Yeah. You mentioned it. He's not got a job now. Uh, that's why I sort of like laughed in the last episode because you were like, well, he's not got a job now to do. Well, he's not. So what's he going to do? I know what yeah. I'll do. I'll go around and I'll do interviews saying that, oh, well, this happened and that's happened and I think this happened. It's an inside job. By the way, buy my DVD. It's $8. Yeah, I think I think that's very cynical. And if you watch William Rodriguez, you can sort of see, I put here that he makes himself sound like a hero. He's not. He doesn't come across as likeable. Guy in that respect, the way he talks right. about the events, like I said, oh, I was insisting I was going back. I'd already helped someone from the lift go into an ambulance. I was insisting I was going back into that yeah, building. Yeah, so he bigs himself up. I only had one of five keys to get into certain areas, and da, 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 da. um, and that's just my opinion of him. Make your own judgments, but again, yeah, like I said, I think the whole thing's very cynical. Yes, to absolutely. To be making money off the tragedy like that. Um. In regards to Larry Sil Silverstein, he said he had a doctor's appointment that day. Oh, yeah, yeah. If you had bought two massive buildings, you're yeah. a businessman, you're a shrewd businessman, What what's the first thing you'd probably do if you bought bought some nice property and you, and you wanted to look after it? Insure them. You'd probably insure it, wouldn't you? Yeah. When you get a car, you need insurance. Yeah. When you buy a house, you probably want... Contents insurance. Yeah, oh, I've got that this week as well. A, if you have a pet, you probably want to get pet insurance. Yeah. If he's in charge of these buildings, you're not going to stick a bit of insurance on it? Of course you are. So that, for me, is another one which, okay, it does seem a little bit, okay, here we go. He obviously knows what's going on. It does grate on me a little bit that there was the one day of the year, apparently, he said he wanted to go in that day, but his wife said, you're not missing this appointment, you're going. Mm. Um, and his two kids were off as well, weren't they? Yeah, his two his two children were running late. They weren't off. They were running oh, late. Oh right, right. Um, but a lot of people were running late that day. You yeah. know, because um, they're being mental traffic, weren't they? William Rodriguez himself, I mentioned last episode, was late that day. Yeah. So. You know, all right, call it lucky, call it what you want, but I think you would insure it. 
I think you would insure Absolutely. the building. Absolutely, you'd insure it 100% you would. Yeah. So I think he had every right to insure it. I don't think that's suspicious. There's also another theory I didn't mention in the last episode where uh, Larry, uh, Larry Silverstein said pull it in terms of building seven. Mm. And people take pull it as if to say, right, pull the building down. Oh, right. In a suspicious way. When he said pull it, in the interview himself, he says, we we're already lost a lot of men that day. Pull it as if to say, there's no point fighting the fires. Leave it. Right, yeah, Don't yeah. be putting any more so, um, soldiers. Don't be putting any more... Um, people sort of at risk. People at risk. Just get out of the building, just leave it, and they'd let it burn until it collapsed. Yeah. Um, the 9-11 Commission, I mean, a lot... There's a lot of money was funded into it. People's statements kept changing. Mm. So people who were adamant one minute that they saw something, well, actually, next minute, not so sure. A lot of unreliable sources when it came to it. So... It kind of sabotaged itself to a certain extent in the fact that they couldn't really get a reliable source. Right, yeah. You know, it's almost like the OJ Simpson, we need to get a fair trial for him. Yeah. Who who doesn't know OJ Simpson and let's put them on a jury? Who are you going to get that doesn't have an opinion on one of the biggest events going? So there's always going to be that element of, well, you could have done more for us. You could have given more funding. Why Why did that person change their statement? It's... It's just a little bit of a... It's a weird one, but... Yeah, but... Were people going to be entirely... isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, in terms of people predicting it before it happened, like you say, it was in the it was in the public conscious uh, consciousness that, you know, it is a big threat. The World Trade Centres had been hit by terrorist attacks before, not to that degree, but there had been yeah. things that had happened to it before. Didn't the Simpsons predict it as well in an episode? Yeah, so they say. Um, Can't remember what episode it was now, but yeah, the Simpsons... The Simpsons also did an episode where Donald Trump became president. God, so, true. so again, there's there's a lot of things that um, that don't sort of. Well, we don't know. Do the Simpsons know? Does does Matt whatever he's called? Good does he know? Does he know things that we don't know? Probably Potentially, not. he is a Simpsons is creator. He, is he part of the Illuminati? Perhaps. Um, George Bush, when he said, "I watched the Tower Fall." We watched the first plane hit the tower and everyone said, it's impossible, Why? he couldn't have done that, he couldn't have done that, because it didn't come out until September the 12th. It wasn't released to the public until September the 12th, maybe. Well, for me, the most, the more obvious one, he's talking to a kid at school, he's not going to overcomplicate it by t- well, I did this and of course I had to discuss it with X, Y and Z in the meeting. He's going to say, yeah, I watched it, it was really sad, it was a yeah. sad day. You know, you're talking to a 10-year-old kid, he's going to have to dumb it down, or George Bush dumbing down, but he's going to have to, you know. Yeah, yeah, no, fair point. So yeah. that, for me, was just an obvious one, really. Um, another main one that's just such a sticking point, all these conspiracies, if we were to believe them all, they yeah. don't, they don't, the, the puzzle doesn't fit together. No, so, yeah, they well, don't all explain it fully. There was no planes. How did the terrorists get on the planes? Well, if there was no planes, then why did the terrorists need to get on the planes? Um... Oh, well, they use laser beams. Well, did they use laser beams or did they use explosives? Oh, well, they use both. And oh, did they use a plane as well? Well, no, they used a missile as well. You can't you can't have it yeah. all, you know, on the side of conspiracy. Yeah. It just seems too heavy to do that. So, for me, again, like I say, looking at it all, and there is things like the plane, it can't fly at that speed, blah, blah, blah. Um, I'm pretty sure a plane hit it. Um, there's also there's so. also talk about well the uh, the 
towers were supposed to be designed to withstand a terrorist attack like that. They were built nine years before the seven six seven was even it came out as a as an aircraft. Yeah. Um. So it was impossible for them to anticipate the sort of size of the plane. Uh, they were designed to withstand the um, impact of a seven o seven, and that was in the possibility of a plane being lost in heavy fog and slowly trying to find an airport as opposed to a deliberate, I'm going to hit this right, building. Yeah, yeah. So the fact that it did stand for as long as it did mm. is quite impressive, I would say. Yeah. It did save a lot of people in that respect. Um, the official verdict on the collapse was that it was a pancake collapse. And another reason why people might have heard explosions is you've got floors sort of stacking up on top of floors. Yeah, yeah. And then sort of hitting each other on the way down. Yeah. And they reckon that the steels sort of bent in on themselves, so the building bows in. And the building bowing in, you can actually see on the footage, would would sort of disprove explosions as well. Basically, the structure of the steels would go from left to right across the whole floor yeah. when they got too hot because of the jet fuel etc they they didn't snap but they bowed in to the point where the force was just too great on itself and then it sort of constituted yeah, yeah. in itself so yeah um for me on this one again i can be swayed either way but i just think it was just a tragic really tragic event yeah a horrible thing that happened what's your thought on it You've I been quiet for these two episodes. I feel like I have. Bad. I've been good, haven't I? You've been a good boy. But what do you think? I try to do jokes every now and then, but you've shot me down. So <laughs> I thought, no, he's not having laughter. Can't have laughter on this, but yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I completely agree. I mean, I think it definitely did happen in the in the same way that the moon landing did. Um, if it didn't happen, and if the government were covering all this up, mm. then we wouldn't know about it. I just think. You know, it's for me. It's as simple as that. If they didn't want us to know, we wouldn't know. I think that if the maybe the government did know potentially things like this were going to happen, well, if they let it happen, then that's obviously horrible. We're never going to find that out. But then that does justify war. But I don't think that they intentionally put explosives in the building. No, no. Um, I don't think that the I don't think that Larry Silverstein deliberately ensured the building knowing it was going to be blown up. No, definitely not. Um. Because if I was in that position, I'd insure it. Of course you would. It's just common sense to insure your shit, isn't it? Um, yeah, William Rodriguez, if I was a conspiracy theorist, I would very much keep him at the back of everything I was trying to do because he just destroys it all. Yeah. Um, just another thing, I've just realised, I've remembered what he says. I, I had friends who were um, in the restaurant that day at the very top and they were all my buddies, and they were all eating, and I wanted to get up there to them. I'm sorry, William, but at that point, they're a lost cause, and I think you just yeah. need to... It's a sour, sour... It leaves a sour taste thinking that he's selling selling stuff. He's making money off other people's misery, isn't it? Mm. And he's he's almost like a psychic when they try and read your palm and stuff. Yeah. And they say, oh, yeah, your grandma, she's she's looking down on you. She, everything's going to be all right. Yeah. You know, making money off... Of people, of telling people what they want to hear. Yeah, making money off other people's misery is fucking shocking. Charlatans, a lot of them. Um, so that really is my take on it. Yeah. Um, I've got animals that work. I don't know if you want to do a little jingle, mate. I know, I know I've been quite boring so far. It's been quite sad for a fortnight. 
We've not had many laughs. We've got a dog that works right now. But first he needs a bath, because he's a mucky, 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 little puppy. What? Okay, Is it a mucky little puppy who needs a bath? No, it's not. In Well, he probably did afterwards. 9-11 attacks. There was nearly 100 loyal search and rescue dogs and their owners, which obviously went to ground zero to look for survivors. Yeah. Sort of 10 years after it happened, there was just 12 that were still alive. Um, I don't know how many are alive now, to be honest. I would say none, say given none. that they're dogs. Yeah, uh, yeah. They, I don't think I don't think there would be, but you never know. There might be one out there. Uh, in these pictures, they look pretty shagged out, to be honest, already. And this was, I say, ten years on. Um, Moxie from Massachusetts um, arrived with her handler Mark Aliberti at the World Trade Center. Worked there for eight days. Yeah. Um, Tara. Again from Massachusetts was uh, was there um, and worked with her handler Lee Prentice. Again at, there for eight days. Kaiser um, from Indianapolis uh, was there for well from September. Doesn't doesn't say how long for, but basically they're looking in the rubble for people. Um, they like the firefighters and stuff like that. One one thing they did struggle with in the aftermath was keeping them going. So yeah. obviously it is. To provide supplies for them on that scale was tricky to do, so volunteers would go around and they would want they wanted food vendors and stuff to, you know, just donate food and just keep yeah. them going. They needed carbs and stuff like that. So did the animals. So a lot of firefighters and stuff would get stuck or in the rubble themselves trying to find other people, hmm. um, as would the dogs and stuff. So they even got treated with drips and stuff. There, oh. at like the medical centres that were sort of the pop up medical centres there, um. And they did, see, one thing that they had to do, because I didn't realise you did this, but obviously they're to sort of search for the living, but you, you can have search dogs that search for the dead as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, everyone needs to take them home and bury them, don't they? Yeah. So, again, because of the scale of it all, like, apparently it was quite traumatic for the dogs to experience this amount of, like, there's a dead body, there's a dead body. There. Obviously, normally they're there to find maybe one or two. Emergency. Right, yeah, yeah. Whereas this, obviously, it's such yeah. such a huge scale to get up for them. Um, some dogs were there for like ten days and whatnot, and just they would basically fall asleep on the break and then be woken up twenty minutes later to carry on searching for other people and stuff. Mm. Um, so yeah, let's just remember our furry friends who helped out. Um, yeah, who did a good job. Obviously, because of the rubble as well, they didn't have specialised equipment, you know, for the feet and that. Oh, so yeah. The pads got ripped up and oh. pretty pretty horrible, really. Oh, poor little dogs. Um, but, yeah. How long have we done? Uh, probably about long enough. <laughs> about long enough. Cool. Yeah. So, listen, so thanks for that, Anthony. Thanks for the... Uh... Yeah, maybe a jollier topic next time. It is something yeah. that does genuinely interest me, but maybe not to discuss for two hours. Yeah, and uh, I feel quite sad now. And Anthony, uh, special care, right? Um, don't even think about suggesting one on Maddie McCann. Is that what he said? No, no, but I can oh, see right, it in okay. his mind. Yeah, we're not doing that. Uh, there's a very good, there's very good podcasts out there that do um, 
certain subjects like that that I listen to. Oh, well, listen call, to give them a plug. We can um, get an extra three they're, listeners. They're, they're far superior to, to our yeah. abilities. If you want to hear the last two hours done properly, <laughs> then uh, check out... This thing's called Generation Y Podcast, which I've got into. Two American blokes. Is that why the word or why the letter? Why the word. Uh, very good. And they do like murder mysteries and stuff, like genuine accounts and genuine stories. Um, they did a 9-11 one. Um, they were a bit more cold, a uh, bit more of a... No, definitely didn't happen in their respect to that, if you listen to that back. No. But yeah, no, well, they... it definitely didn't happen like it was definitely a conspiracy. No, like, no, like, no, meaning it definitely wasn't a conspiracy. Oh, right, There's yeah, zero yeah, conspiracy yeah. to it. They do one on Maddie McCann if anyone's interested in that. But uh, download our podcast more and give us reviews more than anyone else. Yeah. So, yeah. Reviews on iTunes. Uh, you can get us on Acast and Stitcher as well. Yeah. Uh, follow us on Twitter. At GetFatCast. Email. GetFatCast at gmail.com. Um, uh, like the page on Facebook. Uh, maybe add the add the person if you want, but the person's just really there, so we can deal with the admin side of it, or at least I can. Yeah. But yeah. Um, thanks for listening, and we will speak to you again soon. Yeah, we'll see you. Uh, oh, right, that's the other thing yeah, we've got to touch that's on. What I said soon. Yeah. So basically, as we know, I've been moving out, yeah. and James is going on holiday. Got me holidays. This episode should be coming out. Um, all being well on the 15th yeah if that is the case and we don't get together to record there will be no episode on the weekend of the 22nd right um we're going to try and get something together um but it, it basically with me moving and having a fucking house to decorate and then pissing off on holiday then we're, we're kind of screwed so we may miss that week but then we'll be back um in the start of the next month, which yeah. is August. Of course. Yeah. Um, let us know how you're getting on. Ghost director. Kieran, not heard from you a bit. How's the spoon? Yeah. Um, Anthony, we will get shit for you to Google. Do you want to Google anything? Um... It's quite good, no? Is it a name? Not really. Well, do you want to Google... Um... Oh, um, maybe you can Google... Um... Something for my new house. Like what? I don't know. What do I need? I don't think you should get him to run errands for you. I think that's oh, better. Right we'll find you something to do in uh, upcoming episodes, Anthony. But thanks for listening, guys. Google a brilliant joke. Bye. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.